Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, my Dirty fam? Welcome back to Dirty Devotionals. Hope you guys had an absolutely wonderful weekend. Hope you're enjoying the Christmas season, y'all. We are less than two weeks away from Christmas Day, which is absolutely wild. I mean, holy freak, y'all. It's like the year's over. And just like that, and so much has happened this year in my life. I can't imagine how much has happened in your life. And um, so many things have been unexpected in the worst way possible. Some things have been the most unexpected in the best way possible. Um, and it's just it just summarizes for me, to 2022 just summarizes this idea that regardless of what your beliefs are, regardless of where you are in life, we always have to expect the unexpected um, because it is just life is wild. People are wild. And if at any point we get comfortable, God just does a beautiful job of throwing us for a loop. And um, yeah, and so if your year's been anything like mine, I hope that you are cherish- cherishing these last few weeks of the year. I hope that you are finding joy in the last few weeks of the year um, more than anything. I hope that you feel seen, known, and loved by our real God. I hope you don't feel alone because you're not alone. I hope you're not quitting because the only way you lose is if you quit. Uh, but I hope you're getting after it. But more than anything, I'm just grateful to have you join me here on the podcast today. But I want to talk about uh, something that I really, really love about the Bible, and that is sometimes there are phrases that are said that many of us have no idea what they actually mean. We we uh, misread them, we misinterpret them, and by doing that, we belittle the beauty that's in them. And we can see this in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. So this little passage of Scripture is the Christmas Scripture. You know, this is for, to, for to, unto us a child is born, a son is given, and uh, he goes through and, you know, he's going to be called Wonderful Counselor, Prince of Peace, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. Uh, and there's a phrase in all of this where the Bible says for um, the weight of government will be on his shoulders. The weight of the government will be on his shoulders. And many of us have read that and we interpret it as um, that the government, the weight of the government or like the the policies and and politics will be on his shoulders and will be heavy upon him. But what many of us don't know is it's actually a wedding term. That in Jewish weddings, during the ceremony, Jewish weddings were this massive week-long celebration. It was crazy and wild, and, and there was, it was a huge, huge um, life, life event to be celebrated, that, and they did it for the whole week. And during this, during this process, this event, there would come a point where the bride would circle the groom three times. Uh, the circle was to represent eternity, eternity um, reflecting God's eternal love and eternal pursuit for us and eternal relationship with us. And the bride would be declaring to the groom in these circles just simply that, um, that her love for him was going to be eternal in the way God's love is eternal for us. Each rep, each uh, time she would go around, like I said, there were three circles. Each circle represented a promise 
that this wife would represent these attributes of God. The first circle was God's righteousness. The second circle was God's love. And the last circle was God's faithfulness. And then after these three circles were complete, it was said that the groom was the groom and the bride would never be closer to God because they are as they are entering into this covenant marriage, it is the gateway of where um, where uh, they would be able to that God would be able to work through through things like childbirth and through through just the illustration and the image of what this relationship meant and how it reflects God's relationship, God's covenant love with us. And it's really, really beautiful. People would um, actually slip prayer requests. Uh, friends and family would slip prayer requests to the groom during these circles to be offered up to God um, because they would believe that they would never be closer. But that has nothing to do with what we're talking about, outside of the fact that it's cool. What I wanted to get to is after these three circles were complete, the bride would remove her veil, walk to the groom, and place the veil over his shoulder around his neck, over his shoulders. And what this represented was he, the groom, by accepting this veil, he was accepting that he would be taking on the weight of his bride's government, meaning he would be her protector, he would be her provider, he would be present for her and with her, regardless of the circumstances, that he was promising to be, to accept the good, the dirty, the difficult, that he was going to be there no matter what life may throw at them, that he was going to accept the, the responsibility of her life. And it's a really beautiful image. And when we read Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, when we read, and the weight of the government will be on his shoulder, what we see here is this wedding term, use, is that Jesus is going to take the weight of your life, of my life, that he's going to take the good, the bad, the dirty, the difficult. That God sending his son, for unto us a child is born. That God sending us his son was a, a declaration of love to us, saying regardless of what you bring, Jesus is willing to take it. And I absolutely love this because I think it adds a new light to the Christmas story, because so many times Christmas can be so corporate and it can be the world. And I love that. I think that's true, that it's good news for all people. And But in, in these verses in Isaiah, what we see is a very intimate picture, a very intimate picture of where we have the ability to take the every part of our being and every part of our lives and lay it and give it to Jesus and for Jesus to say, I'll take it. And so during your Christmas season this year, maybe take a second and reflect on the fact that, that Jesus came to receive our burdens, to receive our beauty, to receive every part of our lives because he deeply desires to have a relationship with you. Let me pray for you. God, thank you so much for today. Thank you so much uh, for the Christmas season. Lord, I love Christmas. I love Christmas so much. And I pray for every person listening to this, whether they hate Christmas, love Christmas, that regardless that they would just draw closer to you. Um, Lord, that they would that they would fall in love with you more, that they would experience more of your grace, your forgiveness, your love, your mercy. Um, and Lord, that they would come out of the Christmas season better because they know you more and they know themselves more. Lord, we thank you for beautiful pieces of scripture like this. Um, Lord, that just has so much depth that goes missing. Thank you for it. We ask all this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. 
If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.